If you're looking for the steps to success, then you're in the right place. My name is Courtney Steven, and this is the Come Up Podcast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. It's your boy, Courtney, and today, you know, every day we got a special guest, but today, well, maybe this isn't a special guest. Maybe this is a the guest, the guest you should be expecting every week. My boy, Jimmy, is back in the building. Jimmy, what's up, man? What's good, man? It's, it's good to be back. I it, It's been a while. I know, man. I know. And I've been itching to get back on. That's why I had to hit you up and, you know, see if we could do this very soon. I know. It was one of those things where uh, time just lined up and we're able to get connected, get plugged in. But I'm glad, bro. It's been well overdue. I know you've been keeping up and you've still been involved. But, um, man, the people miss you, man. They've been asking for you. Yeah. I've had people have been asking me, like, did I quit podcasting? And I was like, man... The simple fact that people are asking me that I just it's a sign like I just gotta jump back in and mm-hmm. when you have something going, you can't just let it go. You gotta especially when you love it. Absolutely, man. So hey, today I wanna I wanna I wanna talk to you about pretty much well, I wanna talk to the people, but I feel like if me and you just throw this back and forth, we're gonna we're gonna squeeze the juice out of it. But like the number one what I believe to be the number one most valuable skill in the whole entire world. Okay. And that is public speaking skills, like presentation skills, communication, oral communication, the whole package that get up there in front of people and be able to speak, you know, go impromptu and and say something off the cuff, like that skill right there alone, how valuable that skill is to develop no matter what you're going to do in your life or no matter what you have to do in your life. So, I mean, first of all, I want to know if you agree with me or not. Well, I mean, absolutely. I work in an industry and I've been working in different industries where public speaking is literally the tool to print cash. Like you can literally make a ton of money by just being able to speak properly and being able to communicate um, ideas and thoughts. So definitely agree that public speaking is the most valuable skill. But, but, you know, like when we say public speaking, like I hate to call it that even because it's not even necessarily speaking in public. I'll give you an example. Um, The other day, uh, not even the other day, a few months back, I shot a promotional video with a couple people um, at a hockey rink. Like, we all drove out to the city. We drove out to Hamilton. We went to this hockey rink. We all met up. We shot on the set that they had um, created for the little promo or whatever. And then weeks go by, come to find out that the footage wasn't good. So we had a short deadline, and we had to make up for it. But we didn't have time to prep, and we just had to do it on the spot. So we pull out the we pull out the iPad and we get real impromptu and record this video right there one take but the effectiveness of the video might actually be stronger because of how fluid and natural the second video ended up being just cuz it was like a real conversation we're able to just speak and uh get the point across without sounding like a robot or sounding scripted so i mean 
there's an example where it's not necessarily getting on a stage, but even just who knows at that wedding that you have to get up and address the crowd. That moment right there, that's your breaker mate, your make or break 15 seconds of fame, man. You got to be ready for those. Absolutely, fam. Like, I see it like this, and, and I know you're using the word public speaking, but it's just being an excellent communicator. If you can communicate properly, whether it is vocal or by using like written language, at the end of the day, if you can communicate, you hold so much power. So whether it's like, even if you're on the phone, that's a form of public speaking. You know, you're talking to somebody in public where there's nobody around being able to have the confidence to communicate your idea effectively, that's like, that's just super powerful. Even, even what you just said, confidence. I think one of the other reasons why um, having, having those communication skills in your back pocket is so valuable is because uh, the number one thing that people are actually afraid of, like more afraid than heights, is getting up in front of a crowd and speaking to a group of people. So if you hold the keys to that skill, then think about how many of your other cohorts are not, you know, capable of doing the same things, stepping up to the same place that you can, you know, just simply by taking the time to work on that. And I think it's important because you always hit this stage where you're like, yo, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. I feel like everybody goes through this. I know I've gone through it. I kind of like low key still going through it. But like you always thinking like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? Like as a career to make money. If you don't think about what you want to do and you start thinking about like, what can I get really good at? That's somewhere where you can start, like start working on your ability to communicate because that transfers to an insane amount of different situations. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I think about it like this. I just started a new job not too long ago in the marketing industry and for the first month, I didn't really want to speak up. All I did was just listen. And that's understandable. I didn't really know too much. But now that I'm gaining a foothold and I understand the industry better, how am I able to communicate my ideas if I want something to be improved so that my, my job is I'm more efficient? I got to speak up in a room full of people that might not that might know way more than me and I might be wrong, but I have to have the confidence to just effectively communicate my thoughts. And if I put, can put in a, a, a solution, even better. And just communicating that and just waiting for that approval or it's like everybody gives their feedback. I understand what you're saying about the confidence thing. And I think that fear just comes from, I think we're, uh, we're, we're afraid to, to fail sometimes and embarrass ourselves. Of course. What do you think? Of course. No, like nobody wants, nobody wants to look dumb. But at the same time, like I, I don't think it's that you sit down and consciously say, I... I don't want to work on public speaking. I think half the time it's you don't even think about it until it's too late and you're on the spot and you got to do it. Mm. But I have another question for you. That's kind of a sidebar. Like I've never had a career job like in an office. Like I've never mm. had that. You said you had this new job and you went in there and you were kind of like reserved or held back before you really, you know, put yourself out there. Like, what is it? Yeah. like? What is it like walking into like a, an office for the first time like i have no idea what that would be like what what, what were you feeling like when you did that you probably done it before I that mean, too obviously but like i mean this new job what was it like in there 
Yeah, um, no doubt. Like, I mean, it's it's terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. You're you're thinking of yo, am I dressed correctly? Does my hair look right? Am I like what you know? What kind of smile should I should I put on? Is if I go too hard, maybe you'll think I'm a weirdo. Like you, any type of thought can come into your mind. Like at the end of the day, you just gotta un- have confidence in yourself and know that like you have been through so much and you know who you are and you just gotta remain yourself. And when I say like I was reserved, it's more so of a uh, I'm just learning to see how I can fit into the culture. And that's what you got to do in, in any situation. You have to see how you can fit into the culture and what skills you can bring out. And you just got to learn how other people uh, maneuver. Because when you come into an office, it's a tight culture. Like, there's only about 20 of us. Mm. So you have to definitely, you're going to need things from other people. You're going to work with other people. And so you can't rub everybody the wrong way. So you just got to know yourself and know what you're capable of and then apply yourself correctly. Mm-hmm. How long do you feel like it took you before you were comfortable in your role? Um, it took me about, I want to say a solid month, maybe a month and a half. So for the first like two weeks, it's just asking questions. If somebody says no, just ask why. Um, if people are just like, you know, our office is really friendly. Everybody's, uh, we're like a family actually. So if somebody's like, you know, just talking and you really don't understand what they're talking about, like you can go to somebody else that you are feel more comfortable and be like, yo, can you explain that to me? I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't really understand because every culture, every company culture is different. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't want to jump to conclusions because somebody said something a certain way. You want to ask a trusted partner. So the person that I had started with, we were kind of like that person for each other. So you're like, yo, he said this, like, what do you think that means? Oh, okay, you're not sure. Maybe you go ask somebody else, which mm-hmm. would be like my director. He's like the one that's mad cool. You can be like, yo, let me ask him. And then you kind of start learning about the culture more and you know, like, what what's acceptable, what's not. Yeah. And I mean, uh, having those little alliances and networking, man, that's that's half the battle. Those soft skills to be able yep. to, like, build a relationship with somebody. And I, I was reading this book lately. It's called Agency. It's about um, building a company. Uh, in a particular niche, but whatever, it's about building a business and building the culture of the company and saying you have to have certain people in your culture that are very great at communicating and networking and going to the events and fitting in with different crowds and being able to relate with people and empathize with people because those are the ones who are going to build your main pipeline of business, which is like referrals, word of mouth referrals, like people who just had a great experience with what you offered mm-hmm. them or what you did. And they naturally want to tell other people because there's a good story about it. Like, but those are fueled by the relationships they have with people who, you know, are your brand ambassadors, which is, I mean, kind of just off your point of networking inside. You got network inside, network outside communication. is yep. like the major key to how you, however you got to finesse it. The most powerful thing is if somebody likes you and you can also articulate your thoughts in a way that they understand, chances are you're going to get what you want. You're, you become such an influential person in that space. It's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty powerful when you understand it. Mm-hmm. So, What's what's their number one tip for uh, effective communication? And let's say let's be more specific though. Like, 
What's your number one tip for effective communication in a one-on-one scenario? Practice. Practice conversations. Talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. And like, for example, if I'm going to be in an interview, I'm going to ask myself the questions that they're going to ask me and I'm going to prepare my answer. I might just think it through in my head or I might say it out loud so that I just get that muscle memory going. But practice. That's the number one way to become better at communicating with individuals one-on-one. Talk to other people. Just strike up a conversation with a random person and just try to carry that conversation going. Yeah, practice. And you can be great at sales. Practice is key. And the thing is that practice in one area kind of translates over to many others because you may, like you're saying, you're saying sales, like you may or may not do sales, but getting on stage in front of, you know, a hundred, a thousand people, that'll make you a lot better at sales when you get back down in that one-on-one situation because you'll have a different, a different confidence behind you. Yeah, man, for sure. So that's your number one practice is your number one for, uh, you know, personal interactions. I'm sure it will be for groups too, but like what, what tip do you have for being captivating good presentation delivery tip Mm. for uh, a big group? This one's kind of two things. I'm going to say learn a lot, but in order to learn a lot, you got to listen. So when you start listening to a bunch of different ideas and different thought processes, when you start speaking to groups, if you understand what that person can relate to, you can start using stories that you've just learned, you've heard before, or maybe you read something in a book and that person might have mentioned that thing when you were talking to them randomly or maybe they said something or maybe something that they're wearing you can pick on it and if you can interpret what you're trying to say to them in the way that they can understand you're just on a different wave you're gonna be connecting with them on a on the same wavelength yeah you're gonna have more context for the actual point you're trying to get across you're gonna be able to give it to them in the language they understand yeah exactly so you're saying take in take in more information more culture more more everything read books watch exactly. movies, listen to speakers yeah if you don't if you met if you meet somebody and they're like an interesting person like for example i sit beside somebody um he's from uh, syria yeah i'll be asking him questions about everything like yo what kind of things are you into what kind of books do you read and he and he puts me on to you know other other things that other cultures are doing, people from other parts of the world are doing. And I'm like, whoa, we're actually really similar, but you have a different lens on things. You have a different perspective on things. Right. And so I want to be able to connect with him on that level. Right. And I mean, that just stepping outside that comfort zone, um, your your openness to that new point of view, man, that's growth. You know what I mean? Just the way mm. that you look at things and being open to looking at things, that's... It's part of the communication, too, because it's not all just about talking. It's about filling out the other person who is in the communication with you. And uh, Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's deep. That's someone, I don't know if someone told me or I read this or I heard this from somewhere, but they said that the most important thing about communicating is listening. Well, yeah, because if you... And that's super huge. How, how, how could it not be, though? Because, like... When you get on the same page with somebody, it's like it feels good. You're like, yes, like it's exactly what I meant. You you feel like an energy because really 
there's so many different languages. There's a million and different one different ways to say anything in in a single language. You could say dog, you could say Rottweiler, you could say pit bull, you could say four legged mammal. You there's like a million ways to describe any one thing. When when I get what's in my head into your head and then I get that confirmation, that's like a special moment. So like the listen part is probably you're right, even bigger. But you can't you shouldn't always speak before you listen. I think that's another one too. That's another major tip. Don't don't always try and just come with the answer. Like the wisest person is often the last to speak because they have the most information, like you said. That's that's a heavy bar right there. Oh, that's factual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, yo, so I got a question for you. Hit me. As a professional athlete, like you talk, you asked me about the office, yeah. which is not as chaotic. It can be, but it's not as fast moving as being a professional athlete. How important is it to? I want to make sure I ask this right. How important is it to make sure that your your thoughts and your ideas are voiced? That our thoughts and ideas are voiced. Yeah, like, so, for example, like, at my job, I can say, for example, today, my, 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 uh, my CRO, he's like, he asked us, are our targets too high? And we're all like, I mean, we're not going to say no, because you're not going to, we're not going to say yes, because you're not going to reduce it. But we, we're all thinking the same thing, but we didn't say anything. Is that similar to in professional sports, when they ask you to do something that you feel like, yo, I don't know physically if this is possible, if our team can do this. Like, is that the same thing? Like, do you guys speak out on that? Or do you guys kind of, same thing as us, like we don't really say anything? Well, no, I think we're in um, an environment where people are brutally honest with each other, where I work at. Mm. So we openly share our points of view because that's what it's, that's, how we thrive you know it's a place where there's high stakes and things happen fast so you have to be able to like get to the root of a problem clean up move forward quickly so that you don't keep repeating mistakes but at the same time you don't you don't chase the ghosts as like one of my coaches say you don't take chase ghosts like things that could go wrong or things that might go wrong but it's like that one-off situation or you know, you don't like the way that you're doing something, but it is a perfectly suitable way of getting it done. Like that's I think that goes from like communication to then knowing like I don't want to say like where you fall in line, but you got to know like the leader is going to lead you. And the best mm. the best thing for the whole team is to have everybody following the same direction. It doesn't matter if like we're not moving in the right direction, if we're all moving together that will become the right direction. You see what I'm saying? Mm, so yeah, like at yeah. some point you got to really manage between like, uh, I'll speak up when I feel like it's jeopardizing our, our ability to be our best and you want to attack mm-hmm. problems, but you know, you just buy in and, 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 you know, jump in line, do what you got to do, word. do what's asked of you. Yeah. Fact. Word, word. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from sports about just that whole leadership and communication, too, because you got to know as somebody who's 
follow it. And like, first of all, if you if you don't have, you know, the capacity to lead people, you absolutely must have the capacity to know who you need to follow. Mm. So like on in sports, I know like there's generally like clearly laid out leadership. But at times, there's other people who are not necessarily set out as the leader who have, you know, social clout, who have pull influence. And at times, those might be the people whose, you know, actions you got to follow, the way that they do things, the way they perform, prepare, the way they deliver, exceed expectations. You know, at at times, that leadership and that communication is not even listening nor speaking. It's just go out there and do what you're supposed to do and show people, you know, pass the message on through the way that you carry yourself. So do you have to be, so to be a leader, you got to be an excellent communicator. To be an effective leader, you have to be an excellent communicator. And that's in anything. That's in, that's in driving a car and somebody else is navigating you might be the leader and you might not even be the driver like you know or take that one in you you might be the leader and you're not even driving so (laughs) oh man i'm killing myself all right that's next that's next level trust me (laughs) Trust me, trust me. Anyways, man, I feel like I feel like we made our point. Like obviously this is one of the number one places I feel like everybody should spend some time developing. Especially if you don't know what you want to do for a career or uh how you wanna leverage the knowledge you have in another area. Everybody can benefit from learning how to stand and deliver. If you if you really look at all of the huge public speakers and all the huge motivational keynote speakers, none of them are known as being speakers. They have another level of expertise in, in a different area and they just speak about it. So like take time to do something that's gonna make you a better communicator. I think that's the moral of the story. Word. And if you're ever having any troubles with like maybe you're in a job um, or you're in school and you want to learn how to deliver presentations, um, Toastmasters is a really great organization. I've attended some Toastmaster sessions, um, and I've learned a lot from just going to a couple of sessions. So that's a really great resource. What's um, wait? T- tell thing, me a little bit about yeah. that though, because I want to know about Toastmasters. I've heard about it. It's like the speaking group, but for some people who may not know, explain it a little bit. Yeah. So Toastmasters is an organization. Um, where pretty much they teach communication skills, but really they teach also leadership skills. And so um, each week it's a different focus on a specific skill. So it might be uh, cadence. It might be uh, interacting with the audience, just different skills that make presenting and being being an excellent and efficient communicator. Um, They just work on those type of skills. And so they have a booklet that you can purchase um, I believe they do either one-year memberships uh, and they give you the booklet and they pair you with somebody and they teach you really excellent communication and being a leader. 
Man, that's good. I've been hearing about Toastmasters for the longest time, but it's in almost every community, if not one group. Yeah. More than one group. Yeah, yeah. Just Google, and every city has one. I'm pretty sure every city has one, unless you live on, like, the outskirts, outskirts. Right. But if you do, then, yo, YouTube is your, your best learning tool. And then just practice. Put yourself in positions where you have to do a presentation, and by the time you get down your 10th one and you're not dead yet, you'll be very good at doing them. <laughs> All right. So, Jimmy, it's nice having you back on the come up, man. It's, it's, it's good when you're back at home, dog. Yeah, man. I mean, we should definitely do this again. Yeah, I'm sure we will soon. So send the people of the TCU podcast away with some love. Man, it's your boy, Courtney. It's your boy, Jimmy. <laughs> Yo, I'm and signing out. <laughs> I took your line, bro. You did still, but it's all good. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Come Up Podcast. Now, we made it. We're here. We're at the end. That means you were either too lazy to turn this thing off or you actually got something valuable out of this episode. So, that being the case, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Whether you're on Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. When you do your thing, that helps us do our thing. We could just keep this whole thing rolling. So, the C. Stevens signing off. For me, Jimmy, and the rest of Team TCU, keep grinding. We'll see you guys next time.